You're listening to Group, a podcast about mental illness and mental health. This is the show for the depressives. Then it's like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, depression naps and froyo? The empaths. I'm so happy and I feel so good all the time. And that's hard because I know not everyone feels that way. And that makes me sad. And the folks working through their issues. I, I can't look at, I just only look at the negative. I have an anxiety issue and I'm not ashamed of that. Our goal is to tell your stories, to make you laugh, and to give you an audio hug through your earbuds. I'm Rebecca Lee Douglas, your resident anxious person, and I'm here today with group friendipist, licensed clinical social worker, Catherine Drury. I'm glad to have my friendipist back in my life. I'm glad to be back as your friend of this. <laughs> so our, our last episode of Group was a conversation with comedian Cariad Lloyd, um, who's the host of Griefcast, which is a podcast where she interviews other comedians about their experiences with death and bereavement. It's, it's actually, I, I think, one of my favorite episodes of Group. So I, I would really recommend taking a listen if you haven't um, had a chance yet. But that conversation was just our two voices, and I wanted to hear from other people who had some very different experiences with grief. So we're, we're putting together a full episode on that. Uh, it's in the works now. I'm really proud of it. Um, obviously, there are going to be some sad moments in it, but there will definitely be moments that'll make you laugh. So you'll be able to listen to that on May 1st. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you'll be able to listen as soon as it comes out. Also, a reminder to please rate and review the show, especially if you use Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much to the folks who have already done so. It's a small thing to do, but it's a big help for us. Catherine, I, I haven't, this is like the first time I've seen you in a while. I know. And I wanted to get your advice on something. And I thought okay. we could just, uh, since it's mental health related, just do it, you know, with the, with the listeners. Why not? So like, honestly, this winter has not been the best winter for me. I'd say seasons normally affect my mood and I normally feel like I'm, I'm, I get a little bit bluer once daylight savings time starts. So sort of around um, November, like sort of around Thanksgiving, I, I notice like a little bit of a drop in my mood and then I start feeling better around April. So around now. But this winter was sort of particularly crappy that my, my mood was like really pretty low. Also, so this is my, the first year that I've been working from home. Mm. Um, before that, like I had five years where I was getting up in the morning and going to an office every day. Yeah. And now I'm freelancing. So I spend a lot of time in my apartment, often um, in my sweatpants and like don't see another human being unless I have like social plans or something like that. Or, mm. you know, um, and obviously like, I, you know, I'm the resident anxious person of this podcast. I have, I have a lot of anxiety, but this was the first time in a few years where I was like, oh, crap, I think I'm depressed. Mm. So it's definitely getting a little bit better now that the days are getting longer and it's getting warmer, you know, and I'm trying to do the things that I, I know I need to do to like feel okay. Like I'm going to therapy, I exercise, I I try to eat, I try to eat relatively healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cook. I don't really cook for myself. So, so it's, it's hard, you know, whatever, whatever Trader Joe's food uh, is like moderately healthy. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I try to do that. Although I do love my junk food. I, I like try to plan things with people that I care about, but also like, I was thinking about the medication that I'm taking. So I've been on the same anxiety medication for about six years now, the same dosage. I take um, 150 milligrams of Effexor, okay. which was prescribed to be my, my former psychiatrist who 
you know, after I left my job, I could not afford to see anymore. She was $400 a session wow. without um, insurance. You know, my insurance was paying it for it before. Yeah. Um, and so it's currently being prescribed to be my, my primary care doctor. But I felt like I should be, you know, I'm not feeling great. I felt like I should be talking with someone who does psychopharmacology to see if, you know, if this dosage is working, if I should switch something up. I know that over time, your body chemistry changes. Right. And I mean, your circumstances are pretty different from when you were first prescribed. Yeah. And I, I, so I, like, I wanted to see if maybe I should be doing something different. If I should be like taking something different. Um, Yeah. It was prescribed initially for anxiety. And now I'm like, maybe I need something for anxiety and depression. Mm. Um, Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. (laughs) I'm I'm hopeful now that spring is happening, but you know, I was, uh, yeah, I was feeling sort of sort of crappy. So um, I found a psychiatrist I could afford. Mm. He was $250 for a one-time appointment. Okay. And then you didn't have to pay for like follow-ups or or adjustments, which would just be over email or phone. Hmm. So you just meet with him once, you talk to him, he gives you a diagnosis and a prescription, and then like he'll send you like one sentence email follow-ups to be like, How's it going? Do we need to adjust it or something like that? Got it. So I was like, yes, I found this dude in New York who I, I, can, I can afford. I can get my medication changed. Way to go, Rebecca. Needle in the hay. But um, I went to the appointment and it was very, very bad. Mm. It was like he, first of all, he sat me in this chair that was like a foot and a half away from him. So he was at the desk and I was like right next to him at his desk, almost touching him. Okay. So already it's like a little weird and awkward. And then he's asking me like these, you know, obviously like really personal questions about my my mental health and my family and like my medical history and all this stuff. And um, isn't really looking at me or making eye contact with me. And mm. I'll be like answering the questions as one does. Yeah. And then he would like cut me off and be like, that's enough. That's enough. And then he would ask the next question. <laughs> and... um I was like, whatever, as long as he's a good psychopharmacologist and will give me a good medication suggestion, I guess it's fine if this is a crappy experience. But then at the end, he was like, I need to get the phone number of someone who was an adult when you were growing up who knew you well, so that I can call and ask them some questions. Hmm. And I gave him my dad's name and phone number. Yeah. I have a pretty good relationship with my dad, so it's okay, I right. guess. Like, he's not going to be shocked to get a call from a psychiatrist. You know, obviously, like, I do a podcast about mental health and talk about my brain all the time. So, but I was just thinking, like, that's sort of weird, right? And then the next time I had an appointment with my therapist, I was telling, you know, my therapist about this. And he was like, that's really weird. Like, he was like... <laughs> He was like, he was like, I've never heard of a psychiatrist asking to call your parent to like check up. Right. Unless you're like 16. Yeah. Unless you're a child or, you know, for, especially for like an, you know, anxiety, depression sort of thing. So he wrote me a prescription for Wellbutrin. Okay. And then I like didn't pick up the prescription because I was feeling weird about it. So I decided to like shell out some more cash to go see a more expensive psychiatrist hmm. because I I was feeling like I wanted to talk to somebody who was would like listen to me and 
where it just felt a little less uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I paid more money to see another person who was great. Mm. It bums me out that both of them were dudes, you know, in an ideal world, I would have seen like a a woman psychiatrist who took my insurance, whatever. I just like, (laughs) I was like, I just need to talk to someone about meds. Right. This was the person, this was a person my therapist recommended. Yeah. And the experience was, was great. And he gave me a list of different medications for me to like go research and report back to him. And he was like, look at the different types of medications, the different side effects. Hmm. And we'll talk about one and we can choose one together. Oh, I've never heard of that. I'm feeling positive about this. Um, I wish that I had done this whole thing, like maybe in January when I was feeling the worst. Mm. But I I guess it's, you know, I'm doing it now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just thought that that experience with that first psychiatrist was so weird. And I was just wondering. It's tricky. I mean, I always tell clients, psychiatrists are not always trained clinicians they're mm-hmm. or trained therapists they're first and foremost medical doctors and so your experience could be very different from what you expect a session with a a mental health clinician to be yeah i guess i was going from my therapist who's so warm and obviously very considerate of my inner life and my experience my feelings and whatever and then to this like environment where I just like didn't I was like if you're not gonna if you're gonna cut me off mid-sentence after you ask me what I feel like is an important question about my anxiety or like my my medical history or something then I sort of don't feel like I can trust that you're gonna give me a prescription that fits well with my brain I mean I also imagine if he's offering this kind of deal like you said a needle in the haystack like he's probably pretty inundated. I mean, there's such a need for psychiatrists in this city and especially affordable psychiatrists that... Yeah, I think he has a lot of appointments with different people who, yeah, just need to see someone. And this is like such a great, just one time, pay $250, get your meds. Like, yeah. So anyway... But that is maybe going to compromise the the therapeutic experience a bit. Yeah. Also, have you ever heard of somebody asking for... Like, I'm a 30-year-old woman to, like, call my dad? Yeah, I mean, not in this type of scenario. I mean, especially after our first session. Like, you know, sometimes there is an alliance formed with parents when you're working with adults, you know, who maybe still live with their parents or who are struggling with substance abuse or safety concerns. I didn't sign anything. He didn't ask me to sign anything saying that he could call my dad. Yeah, that's... (laughs) <laughs> a red flag or a concern <laughs> anyway yeah it was uh yeah it was anyway i'll keep people updated um I, i'll you know update people as as this continues but I'm yeah also... i know we did the how to find a therapist episode we could do a whole another one on how to find a psychiatrist <laughs> which is much more difficult oh my god so i'm curious yeah if if listeners want to write in i'd love to do an episode on medication specifically like trying to figure out what sort of psych med works for them you know if you're switching like i'm going to be switching from effexor to something else whatever I, i end up choosing you know i've been putting these chemicals in my body you know to adjust my brain chemistry for six years and now i'm going to be switching to different chemicals 
I'm nervous about side effects. Obviously, like maybe this one won't work. Maybe I have to try something else. Like it's a whole yeah. freaking thing. I mean, maybe it's then kind of better that you're doing it now when you're feeling a little better. Yeah. Um, and you'll prepare yourself well for next winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm curious for folks who have recently switched medication or are thinking about maybe going on for it for the first time, or maybe even like going off of it, that's always mm. a whole process. Like, yeah. you know, weaning yourself off meds with the help of a mental health professional, please write me and, and let me know about your experience. You can write me at Rebecca at grouppodcast.com, or you can contact us at grouppodcast.com slash contact. If you have a question or a story that you'd like to share, uh, you can call the group voicemail at 707-510-0270. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Acast or wherever you download your shows to make sure that you have the next episode when it comes out. There's a link to subscribe on our website. Uh, and again, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. If you want to learn more about Catherine's work, as a therapist, you can visit her website, katherinedrury.com, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-D-R-U-R-Y.com. She specifically works with a lot of performers and dancers. If that's you and you're in New York, check it out. She is taking new patients. Music in this episode is by The Losers. Take care and be kind to yourself. Even if everything is not okay, everything is going to be okay. <laughs>